Welcome back to Goodness and Gracious. I'm Renee. I'm Christy. Are you ready for round two? Ding, 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 <laughs> I mean, as if the first round wasn't rough enough, but I think it's needed. Mm-hmm. So um, even when it's rough, I think that we're just going to plow through and make sure that we're giving all that God has right. uh, for us to give. Um, I pray that you had some time to think out um, what love has to do with being modest and what modesty actually looks like when it plays out. Um, I had asked that everyone would think about that. I also, you know, asked you to think about, is there a set of standard? Is there a set standard? Um, And can we take scripture and definitively say um, that what we should Anything about what we should and should not do. Can we take the scripture and, and clearly, you know, lay that out? Um, I'd like to insert the word extremes here. Um, we definitely don't want to be promoting extremes. Um, we kind of touched on this in the last episode with the long skirts. If you don't remember, you can go back and listen to it. Um, we very rarely do you find a balance Um, It's either all or nothing. And it's either I must do this or I can do whatever I want. And we call that liberty. Um, You're going to find that it takes more effort, kind of more strain to keep a seesaw balanced than it does to completely take it to one side or the other. Have you ever stood in the middle and had a leg on both sides and you're like, I like a seesaw. I got it. I don't like a seesaw. I'm not very good at it. (laughs) I'm not either. But standing in the middle, we all know what it's like to just hold it there in the middle. And I think that's something that we we need to be able to do. It and it's a strain. It's it's hard work to do that. It's very easy to say, I'm done with this. I'm gonna go to one side or the other. Okay. But holding in the middle takes a lot. Um, it's very easy at the insistence of others to take modesty to the extreme of covered from high neck to the tip of the toes. Uh, We see that and we think, wow, that is something. You usually stare at it. Yeah. It's like, what in the world? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, don't get me wrong. There are people that struggle with pride um, and they have made some choices like these on their own in order to keep their focus on God. I commend that. Right. Um, if that is your choice to help you overcome sin in your life, I support you. I was listening to a podcast on modesty one time, and it was very interesting. Um, there was a group of women that were doing like a testimony Q&A type thing for other women. And I almost didn't listen because these women were dressed extremely modest. And, and this was my thought. This has got to be a bunch of fanatics. <laughs> something, something led me to listen to it. It was like, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, overcome the draw to listen to it. And I have to be honest with you. I was very impressed. Um, These were women from all different walks of life. It's funny how we look at women like that. And we think their husbands are forcing them to do this. um, Or those women are uneducated or those women just stay home and pick up after their families and have no other life. And there were some highly educated women that had degrees, like PhDs, that were doing this um, podcast. They recognized their need for more of Christ in their life and took steps to help them focus on that. 
Notice I didn't say obtain that. They didn't do it to obtain anything. They did it to focus, to help them focus on Christ. And that's what I'm talking about when I say things like I commend that. And like I said, I don't necessarily think that that's what, that what they do is for everyone, for us. I'm just saying that there is something to be said for uh, seeking God's face Mm -hmm. on what he would have us to be. Every relationship with Christ is different. Yes, it it certainly is. Um, Can we all agree that what the word of God says is going to be the most beneficial for our lives? No matter what, no matter you take out opinions, take out everything else. Um, the word of God is going to be the most beneficial for our lives. I mean, it's not a book of rules. It's a living book of how to's. It really is. Uh, I think, I don't know about you, Renee, but I think free will is a scary thing. I mean, you have the free will to not heed the guidelines that he has given, but you do not get to choose what the consequences of not heeding those guidelines are. And here's the kicker. You can know what is pleasing to him. He tells us how to do that. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah 29, 13, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. That seems pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Actually, I use that verse um, uh, doing uh, scripture writing with the boys, sending them mm-hmm. a scripture to write every day. Mm-hmm. And I sent this one to them because it's very important to learn that you can know what God has for you, what God expects of you. Because this tells you, you, you'll seek him and you'll find him when you search mm-hmm. for him with all of your heart. I believe it is impossible to be um, more focused on your liberty when you are searching for him with all your heart. You're not going to be concerned with what your liberties are. I'm, I have this Christian liberty. I have this Christian liberty. When you're focused on him, you're not thinking about that. You have, and that's where I think liberty comes into place. You have the liberty to not do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Is it just me that finds that impossible to, I mean, have you ever thought about it? If you're looking at him, how can I be concerned with what I, what, yeah. what my, what I'm owed? We are owed nothing. I know. <laughs> I know. That's what I, if people can get that through to their head, they're owed nothing. I know. I know it. This is, it's not, and it's not your right for any, any of it. You know, none of it's your right. So I think at this point, we must be honest with ourselves and say, I am not searching for him with my whole heart. If you, if that's your goal is to be concerned about your Christian liberty, you can honestly say that you are not, you are not searching for him with your whole heart. And you're not saying I want to be right with him and do what I want at the same time. Okay. Because it just won't work. And not only will it not work, you're going to be miserable. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I've been there before. I don't, I mean, I'm hoping it, well, I hope that I'm the only one, but I'm sure I'm not (laughs) the only one. So, and we have talked um, about the old Testament standards, legalism, traditions, And we've talked about these all to death, and I'm not interested in doing that ever. Um, I could care less what emphasis you have on any of those things or how much you think they are keeping you where God wants you to be. Traditions, legalism, standards, all that. I don't care what anyone thinks about how that's keeping them where God wants them to be. I 
want to talk about what he says everything hinges on. Everything. And does anybody know? Not that they can answer us, but does anybody (laughs) know what that is, what everything hinges on? Jesus had just been, in the scripture that Renee is going to read, he had just been matter of fact with the Sadducees. And in thinking that Jesus was just uh, worn down enough to trip him up, the Pharisees took a stab at him. So um, he talked to the Sadducees. He's been matter of fact. He thought, you know, the the Pharisees thought that he's been worn down enough. Now I'm going to come in. We're going to come in for the swoop and the kill. Mm-hmm. And let's just see what, what happened. All right. Matthew 25, 35 through 40. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto you, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So simple. Love God. Love Love people. people. Mm -hmm. And this is what everything hinges on. We talked about um, back in February what love actually is and that love Um, real love cares about what's best for the other person. Okay. Um, Jesus, you know, it says God so loved the world. Well, what does that mean? He loved us. He wanted what was best for us. And what was best for us is that he sent his only begotten Mm -hmm. son. So I think it's not too much to ask for me to love you. And when I say, I love you, I want what's best for you. Okay. Love God, love people. Um, so you get love down pat, you love God, you love people, and everything else is going to fall into place. Mm-hmm. And we, like I said, we turn to determine what loving people was all about. Um, and that that should really be, you know, depending on where you, where they are in that journey, for the person that you're trying, that you're loving and wanting the best for, um, our goal should be to push or to draw or to example them closer to Jesus always. This, the, you know, the meat of it, you cannot dress immodest and still want people or claim to want people that you come into contact with to focus on Christ. I cannot wear something that's showing everything I have right here and expect that the person that I'm talking to is going to be drawn closer to Christ. Right. You cannot do that. No. It, it They're just not going to be listening to your words. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, especially if it's a man. Yeah. But and even a woman, not that a woman is, you know, is not getting turned on or whatever you want to say yeah. by it, but it's still a distraction. It's very, because so. what, what women are there, and we're going to get into this on the, in the next podcast, but I, as a woman, when I see someone like that, I'm thinking, you are not focused on what's best for the people that are coming into contact with you. You do not care what what my husband sees. You don't care what my son sees. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I'm, that's where I'm at. I think that's where the woman thing is, yeah. you know. Galatians 5, 13 to 14, for brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty to an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. In First Timothy 2, 9 through 10, in like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shelf. Shamefacedness. Yeah, that's what she said. Shamefaced. I don't know what I was trying to say. Shamefacedness. Where am I at here? And sobriety. Not with the broidered hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. 
So I read this online. A woman of faith ought to influence her wardrobe choices as much as it influences the rest of her behavior. Yes. God ordained clothes to cover and not draw attention to our naked skin. Exactly. So like she said, clothes and behavior should match right up with your heart. Uh, what you know to be true of God. So what I put on, basically what I put on should be a direct representation of what I believe about to be true about God. Mm -hmm. Seriously. And verse nine lists um, what you should wear while verse 10 says that this is a direct representation of a woman or women that are professing godliness. It says nothing in there about as long as you love God, anything goes. It doesn't say that. It says, if you are professing godliness, this is what it will look like. Now, what you need to ask yourself, what we, what we all need to ask ourselves is, what are my cultural biases when understanding this principle? And do I look to the world for my beauty and style standards? I think that every single woman looks around um, at what the world is doing and mm -hmm. labeling as beautiful and thinks, I need to be that. Using worldly and cult cultural standards as a foundation for liberty causes us to be biased against anything that promotes morals or modesty every single time. When you look at what the world's doing, that's going to cause and, and think that that's the standard. That's going to cause you to go opposite of what mm -hmm. modesty and what morals are. Every single time. But you also, though, they give the excuse of, I can't find anything long enough or this or that and the other. I know better. <laughs> There's enough clothing online stores yeah. that you can find something. I have something ads popping up in my... All the time. Listen, what are, yeah. what are the ads that you have popping up on your <laughs> Facebook feed? Because yeah. that's going to say a lot about what you're yeah. looking at. <laughs> you know what I have? Whether they like it or I not. I have this... this um, Act like an active wear skirt with um, leg leggings attached mm -hmm. to it, uh, like um, mod something. I can't honestly. Yeah, it might be something like that. Okay. I've got one. I think Continue it's called mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like those things. Yeah. Um, Jade McKenzie. Um, I have all those that um, mm -hmm. pop up on there. So there are things out there. It's, it's a lie from Satan that you cannot. It definitely is. You know, and it's just I, you want to fit in yes. with the world. Yeah. So it's, I I thought about this has always been in the this is I've always come back to this. I've said it once and I almost left it out, but <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but I think a cross pendant around your neck that's nestled right here in the midst of your cleavage <laughs> or a dress length that is in danger of showing more than you bargain for if you move right or stand just right. Although those are promoted by culture or fashion or Hollywood, they are contrary to the expectation that God has laid out for his women, his women. That's what we're to be, mm -hmm. his. He has better plans for you. He has better plans for me. He wants you to glorify him and edify others. Glorify him, edify others. That's love God, love people. And causing others to sin accomplishes neither of those. Right. <clears throat> but it's like, are they even thinking that? I mean, obviously they, they're not. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if you've got the low cut shirt, blouse, whatever dress, or whatever you want to call it. I'm sorry. I had just 
to go to church. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, uh, we can sit here all day long, Renee, and we can talk about, um, and it sounds like we're bashing that. Listen, you have a choice. You have a choice of what you're going to put on, just like you have a choice of whether you're going to brush your hair or not, whether you're going to brush your teeth, are you going to leave yesterday's makeup on, are you, you know, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. all these things go along with it, you know, mm -hmm. um, you have a choice to do that. Well, like I said last week, would you stand in front of the God with it? Yeah. I guess I have a hard time thinking that they would. Right. I mean, if they would... Ooh, won't be upon them. I, I mean, really. I mean, <laughs> well, I would be embarrassed. I have, um, what I do they call that? Secondhand yeah. embarrassment or yeah. something. I, yeah. I literally have that for people. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, could, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I know that you're the one wearing it. But if Jesus comes <laughs> down, I'm going to be embarrassed yeah. for you. Yeah. So think about it this way. Are you the type of woman that makes other women feel threatened when you are in their presence? Mm. Like when you come around dressed in your liberty, are other women hurt by you? And then in turn, not just those women, but the men, mm -hmm. the men in those women's lives. Right. Are they right. hurt? Right. Well, I want to get real <laughs> honest here. Not to be mean or yeah. anything. Else. Please do not take me wrong. I'm not being holier than thou either. Believe me. But I have more respect for a woman who has less skin showing than someone who shows a lot of skin. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you have to wear long sleeves, long skirt, like we were just talking about or whatever. No. Something all the way down to the ground. My goodness. I am be, we're being real. You yes. know, it's like I'm talking about the top part being completely covered and your skirt shorts or dress being knee length or close to it. I mean, it doesn't have to be you know, past your knees or whatever. Yeah. I I'm, I can live with a little bit above, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think to myself, they care about themselves. And Nope. Okay. Redo. I am talking about the top part being completely covered and your skirt short or dress being knee length or close to it. I think to myself, they care about themselves and respect their body. The other women who don't do this, I really wonder why do you want to show off your body to yeah. anyone else but your own husband? And the other as I can't get past letting your daughters, no matter the age, go out of the house half-dressed. I definitely didn't want anything or anyone looking at my daughter yeah. inappropriately. Because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. Boys will be boys. Yes. Plain and simple. And you don't want to cause those boys to sin no, either. <laughs> no. Shouldn't we dress in a way that when people walk up to us, they see our face Yeah. and, and not what we are showing with our, which is what we just talked about, without what we're showing with our bodies. Yeah. We need to respect our bodies in a way Christ would have us to do it. Yeah. Because honestly, that stuff that you have showing, that's going to fade away. Yeah. <laughs> you want people to love you for what's inside. Yeah, exactly. And what, you want people to love you because your goal is to edify God or to um, glorify God and edify mm -hmm. people. Right. Okay, that's why you want people to love you. But I want them to listen to me too. Yeah. When I'm sitting or talking to somebody, yeah. I want them. I, I want to be able to listen to someone else. I want them to listen to me. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure, you know. Yeah. If you you want to create a not hostile environment, right, right, <laughs> for people. So do other women feel that you have theirs and their family's best interest at heart? That's a good question to mm -hmm. ask yourself. Whether that is in your apparel, your attitude, your speech, um, there are some bold. These are some bold, hard questions, 
But let's just be honest with ourselves and with each other. Well, my famous quote, it matters how we live. Yes. Our behavior is very important. People are watching our lives, whether we like it or not. And most important, God knows. Yeah. I mean, we can try and hide it all day long, mm -hmm. but you're not going to hide anything from him. Would you say those dirty words, watch those dirty shows or movies, tell those dirty jokes if Christ was right beside you in the flesh? I, I wouldn't think so. No. If you are a Christian, you shouldn't. I will go as far as to say, if you can do these things and not feel guilty, then you need to do some soul searching to see if Christ is actually in your heart. Yes, I agree with that 100%. And I... We're going to carry this into another segment. This may have been a little bit shorter. I don't even know how long this was. I don't know. Um, you know, we talked about um, establishing what loving other people looks like in this one. Um, we've talked about a whole lot of things. These are things um, that are not pleasant to talk about, but are much needed. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we just push things to the, to the wayside because we let our flesh get in the way and we don't want to cause an uproar. We don't want to do this. We don't, but this is what God commands us to do. And what it boils down to is love God, love people. When this commandment is the most important thing to us, everything else is going to fall into place. And in the final segment, I'd like to talk about what our roles and responsibilities are. Um, what does that look like in our relationship with God? And what does that look like in our relationship with other women? Mm -hmm. And I think that's very, very important because God lays that out to us, right. you know, in what we should do. And like I said, it's not, um, I think I said last time, we tend to shy away from the areas of the Bible. Not so, you know, it could be that they're, we just don't like them, yeah. but it may not even be something that we don't like. It could be that. Um, there's more gray area there. We don't like right. the gray areas. And I really think that modesty is not something that's a gray area. I, I really don't think because, I mean, there are some, there are things that you should show and there are things that you shouldn't show. Okay. There are things that are going to make people talk and listen or talk, talk and see um, that we shouldn't be showing. I think that's pretty clear. Um, anything that in life that draws your attention away from Christ is or makes you think opposite of Christ mm -hmm. is sin or it's it's wrong. Right. OK, so I'd like to talk about um, what that means for what what my what is my responsibility to you, Renee? What is your responsibility to me? Mm -hmm. um, what is our responsibility to God in that aspect, even when it's tough, even when it's hard? Um, how? what we need to do and how we need to do it. That's what I'd like to talk about. All right. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. Sounds good <laughs> to me. All right. That's all I got. Cool. All right. All right. Till next time. See, See ya. ya.